Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Jules. Hello, I'm Sarah. And welcome to Jules and Sarah, the podcast. Well, welcome, where I am delighted to be back on Jules's bed. I know, yeah, we were going to do it on the floor, and then I was like, oh, I've had a long day, let's just do it on the bed. <laughs> I can't face it. Yeah, I, just, I need cushions. <laughs> I just can't face being on the floor, this blanket, you know. Yes, the small goat skin, <laughs> sure. <laughs> need it all, need the lot. Need it all. I'm so embarrassed that my uh, sock has a comedy hole in it for my big toe. Oh. It's more so that your nail is just sticking through. But look, that's the top of my big toe. It's almost, it's like... It's a not, not got a horrible long nail sticking out the top. <laughs> no, but it is just mainly your nail. Don't the listener. <laughs> it is though, it's like in a, if in a film somebody's... When someone takes their boot off and they've got a stripy sock on yes, and there's a hole in it. That's it's it. It's very um, like Oliver Twist. Yes, it's to suggest poverty. <laughs> if that's what it suggests, it's not isn't suggesting it? it. Yeah, it's going, it look, this, they don't care much for them. <laughs> they don't have two pennies to rub together. Can't even darn a sock. <laughs> oh gosh. Coming up on the podcast today, Jules, ever since I got here, we've just had a lovely bit of fish. Thanks for my fish, darling. Smoked haddock. The, ha- the house it. smells lovely. Yeah. <laughs> a few veggie Percy pigs thrown in. Um, so we had that and Jules was like, I can't wait to tell you what I did last night. So tell me what you did last night. I... Went to immersive theatre. Oh my gosh. Did you know it was immersive? <laughs> Not really, because my friend Nicola, <laughs> big shout out to Nicola, um, she bought me the ticket. And I was like, well, what is it? Yes. And she was like, well, I don't really know. You'll see it. And I was like, well, what is it? <laughs> and then I went with absolutely, did not know what I was going to. Oh, and then no. we went for a burrito before. Sure. Nice. Um, <laughs> and she was like, oh, yeah, it's immersive theatre. And I was like. She duped you. She waited till the last minute. She knew you were happy because you'd had a burrito. <laughs> and then she just casually dropped it in. Oh, it's immersive theatre. Come on. <laughs> so it was immersive theatre that was based on um, sleep. And it was like one of those ones where you go round the theatre. So you go from room to room to room. Yeah. And there's five of you and there's actors. And yeah. you are almost in this play. It's so weird and it was about an alumni of the people that lived in dreams right and it was all about studying it was all about studying it was all about studying like sleep yeah and so you walked into the first room and there's a woman on the floor chanting and I was like mm, this is for me cultish <laughs> sure yeah I'm in <laughs> did you lie down next to her <laughs> no I thought about it um but you had to you had to take off your shoes yeah and put on these socks 
which I enjoyed, <laughs> uh, to cover your street socks, they called them. Street socks? Street socks. Look at the state of my street uh, know, sock. <laughs> bit too street. You'd have, just let, you'd have just taken those off and put your own socks on. Either. I know, I would have been thrilled if they'd given me some socks. Oh, great. So then um, you had to go through room to room to room and it was all like, you know, going into deeper sleep, deeper sleep, deeper sleep. There's right. lots of like fake candles everywhere and it was it was gorgeous. <laughs> Not a naked flame, health and safety. So then there was one, like you went into one room and it was like this big circular room with hanging chairs and you each had to get on a chair and put one of the VCR headsets on. God budget. Yeah, now the last time I had a VCR headset on was at the clothes show and I was on a break from doing presenting and yes. I was very hungover and I had it on for two seconds. I was Horrible. like, I'm going to be sick. I'm sick <laughs> I've never had one. Are they similar? Do you remember? And you don't see these anymore. <laughs> I'm laughing because I can't wait to tell you what happened. <laughs> but you know those simulators. Do you remember when you used to go in those and you'd be on a ride or you'd be on an air, you'd be on a plane or you'd be jumping over a building or something? I imagine VCR headsets similar to that. Well, it is like that. Well, they'd set it up to be like that. So you've got on these chairs <laughs> the and then the outside, and then... the simulator. You know when they used to move all clunky, all on the hydraulics. <laughs> but you'd look up at it at the fairground, and be like, God, thank God. I'm not in there. Yeah, but then you'd hear them inside going, ah, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> You don't see them now. Kids have got more, kids have got greater thrills to be had. They've got headsets. Yeah, they're, so anyway. they're pretending they're on a, a runaway log train. <laughs> <laughs> so then you put the headset on and you got on what these seats and these seats moved and what was being stimulated was that I was flying over a city and then flying out over the edge of the earth, oh which gosh. was incredible. Then you went to the next room and I had to put on a VCR headset. <laughs> I had to put on a VCR headset. They're heavily relying on the VCR headsets for Well, no, this. but it was incredible. And then she basically led you. And what I was seeing was a bridge. And then I had to go over the bridge and through these arches. But they built the set. So around me, I could feel it. Oh, great. But what happened was, she was I was the first one out of five. And she was like, if you'd like to cross the bridge. I was I was just stood there looking at it and she kind of like shoved me. And I was like, oh, right. Okay. There are four other but people. I didn't realise that the people behind me could see me on theirs. Like they, they could see my blue silhouette. Right. So then God. my friend Nicola was like, I could see you messing about trying to cross that bridge and we were all waiting. <laughs> so then you went through into different worlds. So it was like desert and then underwater, out of space. And you went through and they led you round. This is awesome. But I went into this sand pit and I kind of got distracted by this VCR like creature I got stuck what? I, got, <laughs> I got stuck in between these two wedge sand dunes and I couldn't get out I was so like stuck in real life no so they built the set yeah yeah which was obviously like foam oh, and I I'd see. gone in thinking it was two sand dunes and I was like oh I'm stuck I'm stuck <laughs> and so she had to come over and just yank me out I was like oh <laughs> you got actually stuck in the foam <laughs> With a VCR headset on. I got stuck in virtual reality. God! What a Monday night! It doesn't end there. Oh, God. So then, um, you know, after being in that oh, dream gosh. world, it's lovely. And you I took my headsets on and two of the group members had gone. Gone? So, what do you mean? So the, the actress then said, oh, there's three of you now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, uh, okay, and then she took us into an emergency lift, and it was like you were offset, and then you went up in the lift, came out, and she was like, you have two doors, you can either go find your friends, and you can go through the other door, and I was like, I don't really know these people, I'm tempted <laughs> to go through the other door, but yeah. I was like, well, we better do the right thing and go find these other people. 
So he went through this door and there was a red door at the end. So he went to the red door, opened it, and this bunny, the girl in the bunny rabbit, ran down this long corridor all at full pelt speed and grabbed us and went, you've got to come with us. This is the weirdest thing. So I then ran down this long corridor. Yeah. Um, and she, you, This isn't VCR. This, this, is, is, this is, is IRL. Built, this is IRL. This is a built set with yeah. actors in it. Yeah. And the set was like wallpaper inside a long house. So I ran down and she was like, you need to come with me. So I was like, oh my God. And then she shoved me in a room and the room was decorated like a grandmother's living room with dogs everywhere. Like with like porcelain dogs and yeah. pattern wallpaper. And the door slammed shut. Yeah. And there was a woman in a Victorian dress with a veil across <laughs> oh her. Oh my God. Pointing at oh me. Pointing at me. I was like on my own in this room going, oh my God. Where's Nicola? She's been taken somewhere else. Oh my gosh. So then I stand there and I was like, do I sit? And she just like carried on to the radio and like the story was playing. Then she started ripping feathers out of this fake goose. And oh, then for, I think it's a bit much. And then the two people that we'd lost in the group came in the room and went, oh, and ran out. I was like, don't leave me. <laughs> I'm here. I'm stuck in here. And so then I sat down and then the woman sat next to me and was pulling the feathers out and then screamed. And oh, then I had to run into another room. Awful. Where, where the bunny rabbit was. And the bunny rabbit was like, you need to come this way and you need to get... And then pushed me into a wardrobe. I'd say I don't need to do anything, love. <laughs> I need a drink. But it was funny because one of the girls forgot it was immersive theatre and started to think it was very real and started mm. to scream a lot. Oh my God. I was God. like, this is unnecessary. Yeah, but this is that, unnecessary. that would add to it horribly. So then we had to go through all these like weird sheets and then you ended up in a hospital bed and the beds were like all vibrating a bit like the modern day simulator yes and then you took mass off and it was a prince disco <laughs> this honestly <laughs> sounds like it was like i like was it good it was amazing was it, it oh it was, was amazing. amazing it was called somni okay and the tickets go on sale and they're not cheap but like it was incredible it sounds like something that i've been to which is you me bum bum train yeah, it's like yeah. That. but you be bum bum train wasn't scary there wasn't a scary woman screaming and plucking a goose i didn't know that that I was in for when i was on the vc when i was stuck in between the sand dunes i was oh, like this is lovely when you're in two lumps of foam oh it's all fun and games until a victorian woman starts plucking a goose and pointing and screaming <laughs> and i was in a room on my own nicola broke a dish at one point oh my god broke part of the set. you're gonna say she's broken a disc i was like oh my god ridiculous but it was amazing yeah, how long did it go on for 90 minutes, I think. 90 minutes! And then you ended up in a Prince Disco. Prince Disco, and then you walk through one door and then you're in a bar. Oh, I was like, oh, perfect, terrific. I'll finish oh, this off with a cocktail. God, yeah, absolutely. What a thing! It was amazing. I mean, it does, of course, take me back to my performance study days where you would go and see, like, the third year final projects and it would just be sitting and wrapping yourself in a towel and watching somebody get in a bucket of water and get out. It takes me back to that sort of I thing. I wouldn't say it was of that level, but I think it was a lot more <laughs> Wasn't high that good, budget. was it? Not, not that profound. The VCR, I'm very impressed. They're not cheap. They're not cheap. I was very impressed, although I did think whose head's been in the headset before yeah, I put it course. on. And the socks. No, they were new. I got to keep them. Oh, okay. I've oh. got them here. Oh, I don't know where they are. Oh, they're here. <laughs> oh, well, they're quite nice. Oh, they are nice, but then look at the bottom. Three circular discs for grip. Oh. <laughs> Three plastic circular discs. <laughs> to wedge discs. you into a foam sand dune. So you could run. That's good. Well, you needed it. Oh, I'll say. I needed it in yeah, that room with the woman. Get out there quick. 
That is amazing. Yeah. I really want to go. Oh, you'd love it. Oh, it I think so I would. Good. I think I would. Somni. S-O-M-N-A-I. N-A-I. Oh, Somni. Oh, well, if you want to get all Grecian about it. <laughs> Somni. Sure. <laughs> oh, God. I was only going to talk about making soup. <laughs> <laughs> Go on then. Well, it's just, so I've really got back onto my slimming world. This is the week. This is the week. So I've got on it. I made soup yesterday. I'm just, I'm not very good with a hand blender. I'm just not no, very good. Nobody I'm is not supposed very... to make soup in a hand blender. No, well, how do you do it then? In a proper blender. Like a Nutribullet. No, like an actual blender. Right. Like a stand-up. Yeah, with a jar. Yeah, okay, no. I do it I'm... pro. <laughs> I'm relying on the hand, the hand thing. So you put it in and you're like, hmm, what's the problem? And then suddenly it goes like this and just sucks it all in and then sprays it up your wall. It's not been, it's not been fun, yeah. to be honest, making butternut squash soup. Put lentils in Good as job well. you've got that colour hair if you're making butternut squash. that's it. it was all <laughs> they need to wash. I was like, oh. But what, is that, what I had to do today, so I was in town today and I thought I'm going to be still really good and stick to my slimming world. So I made a little packed lunch, right? I made a little sandwich, feta, ovs, tomato, spinach, and I put it in a very satisfying sandwich box. You know, the little flat ones that are just like the right size for one sandwich and that's it. Mm. Obviously, where I was working, I wondered how you felt about this eating your own food in establishments that are selling food. Because you see people doing it. You see people sat in Leon eating their own salad out of a Tupperware and I just can't get on board with it. I wouldn't do it. No, I couldn't do it. I had to freeze on a bench around the back of Carnaby Street eating it. Well, I wouldn't do that either. <laughs> I think I would put my rucksack on the table and then open the sandwich box inside and lean in and grab a slice <laughs> and then lean out. So like stealth sandwiches. Okay, so you would stay poor. I'd stay, I yes. wouldn't freeze for the no. sake of a sandwich, mm. but I like, I wouldn't I'd want... I'd do anything for the sake of a sandwich. <laughs> I wouldn't want to insult anyone within the establishment. No, that's what I mean. You can't just get your but sandwich then, you know, out. At our level of uh, podcasting, who knows who will spot us? Oh, absolutely. Oh, God, can you imagine? Is that your sandwich? <laughs> Sarah! Oh! <laughs> I'm just buying some mac and cheese, yeah. actually. I'm just about to order. Card declining. <laughs> oh, God. That was it, because I sat in this place today. And you know what it's like? You go in somewhere. It was gorgeous. You'd love it, actually, the place that I was today. Where was it? It was above Sweaty Betty on Carnaby Street. It's oh, called Farm been. Girl. You've yeah, been. You're been. all over it. So I was in this place, but obviously I'd gone in at like, I don't know, 12.30, ordered a cup of tea because I knew I had my sandwich and I didn't leave till about, oof, it must have been four o'clock. So I've sat there all that time just with one cup of tea. I can't then start eating my own food. No. No, it's embarrassing. So yeah, I had to go. And I really wanted to sit on this nice bench that was in the sun, but there was a, a shabby man. He would have had holes in his socks drinking a can of Stella. And I thought, mm, I'm going to get caught. I'm going to get stuck talking to him. <laughs> so you sat in the shade with your yeah, sandwich. Shady I did, sandwich. A shaded sandwich. Oh, I ate it very quickly. Very, very quickly. And between you and me, the tomato would Like a baby penguin being fed. That's it. That was it. Yeah. But I feel good for it. I feel like I've won. 
I felt like I was like, yes, I spent the day in town and I only bought a cup of tea and I managed to eat my own food. That's good. It is that good. Is good. I feel well good done. for it. Thanks. Thanks, darling. Will we do a bit of correspondence? Yeah, and what, how much correspondence do we have I know, it's overflowing. It's busy. Oh, wait. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Okay, I've got a really lovely one here with uh, birds on the envelope and a little pink sticker. Oh, nice. It seems to be wedged in this envelope. There we go. <laughs> oh, it's a letter. Oh, nice. Two sides. Oh, gosh. Not front and back. <laughs> what nice paper. Look what at that lovely paper. At the back. paper. Oh, yes. Yeah, gorgeous. Dearest Jules and darling Sarah, just wanted to write and say thank you for the 45 minutes or so of pure joy and silliness you give us each week with the podcast. Aww. It never fails to regularly make me laugh literally out loud. I bet people in cars next to me at traffic lights think I'm a right nutter. Probably. I bet they think you're a right laugh. I'm a medical student at the University of Manchester, so I especially love hearing your stories of the wonderful city. Aww. I've lived here for four years now and see it as my second home. I rent a flat with my long-term boyfriend who I've been, who I've even got listening into you guys. You're his choice of podcast for long car journeys. Oh, nice. Not the short ones, no. apparently. Oh, don't put them on for that. <laughs> I can't get involved. They're too distracting. I don't want to get in. I'm Motorway maybe... driving only yes. for Jules and <laughs> Long distance. <laughs> As part of my placement, I'm going to Sydney in June for six weeks to do a placement in A&E department. Firstly, I'm wondering if you, open brackets, Jules, close brackets, have any advice for me um, of what to see and do when I'm there. Also, being on my own in the city. Secondly, for both, um, <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if you have any advice about being away from my boyfriend for so long and still managing to enjoy myself whilst also missing him and our usual routine. Oh, anyway. don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be rough for a couple of days and then you'll really find your groove. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Yes. <laughs> um, I just wanted to write, as I thought it was about time, to let you know how much um, Sarah's Slimming World updates, June and Sheila's antics and news from the North comforts me and puts a smile on my face. Aww. Thank you both. Keep up the good work and I'm hoping to get to a live podcast soon. All my love, Emily. P.S. Writing into the podcast was one of my 18 and 18 goals. <gasps> oh! 
Another one off the list. <gasps> Emily! PPS. I wrote the address on the envelope from memory after hearing you recite it so many times on the podcast. I hope you're both proud. So, Emily, we couldn't be prouder. Emily, the auto cue. That's it. Oh my gosh, that's wonderful. In fact... I wonder if Emily's in cahoots with Edna on the desk. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Secretary Edna. What a lovely, lovely letter. What? And she's no fool, is she? Where do you want to go and do your placement in A&E? Milton Keynes, Sydney. <laughs> yeah, difficile. Yeah, she knows exactly what she's doing. Tips for Sydney would be... Make use of those beaches. Make use of those beaches. There's a lovely walk from Bondi to Coogee. I'm sure there's lots of people in Sydney nodding at this. Mm, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> um, and then I love Surrey Hills for drinking, obviously. Um, and then I like Newtown. And then apparently the, the best place to go for a rave these days is, I think it's Erskineville. However, sure. if you are in Sydney and you have tips or fancy meeting up with Emily... Emily, leave a comment on our latest post yes. on Instagram. Say, I'm Emily, I'm going to Sydney. And let Portslough crew members get in touch. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, gorgeous. Okay, so now this has come. Now, there's a couple of things to tell you about this envelope. First of all, first class stamp. Mm -hmm. First class person. First class got class. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also, a little tiny wooden cat that's stuck to the cover. A I'm miracle, that's travel. I am amazed. Or was that's it travel. delivered by oh, a hand? <laughs> now, look, this has been taped up. Oh, this is very involved. <laughs> very involved. Hang on. I'm in. I'm not. I'm in. You are like a mythical creature. Too good to be true. <laughs> that's ah, very you. That's great. Oh, lovely. Now, this has come in from Scotland. Okay. Dearest darlings. <laughs> God, mm. sorry. Long time listener, sometimes Insta commenter, and first time writer of card. <laughs> card. <laughs> card. I love listening to the lovely letters you receive from listeners. I will spare you my life story. <laughs> <laughs> as interesting as it is, just wait for my autobiography. But you are both absolute gems. I have so much love for you both and appreciation for what you do. You make me chuckle on the darkest days. Also, Sarah, your outfits just give me life. I love colourful prints but shy away from them because eek, scared. But you inspire me so much. Oh, love. Uh, keep doing what you do, you wonderful pair. Proud member of the Port Salut crew. Lots of love, Dutch. Not Dutch, obviously. That'd be strange. Representing the Port Salut crew in North East Scotland. Love you! I like the fact that he's talking about your outfits bringing people life, like the defibrillator wardrobe. Yes, that's it. Oh, what a gorgeous card. Thank you. That is such a lovely card. Thank you so much. I have got another card here that looks like it's come, well, it definitely has come, all the way from Canada. No. Yes. Stop. From Cynthia Taylor hyphen loose. Cynthia Taylor loose. Wait, is that a person? No, but it's a terrific name if oh, it is. Okay, so this is a lovely card um, that's covered in glitter and it says peace, hope and comfort on it. There is a little post, uh, little post-it here that says maybe not for the podcast. I've just had a little skim read. It's okay to read on the podcast. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Dear Jules, since I saw your vlog, I've been wanting to make more than just a comment. So here is a heartfelt card from me to you. Best wishes um, for endless happiness. 
you so much deserve. Lots of love from Cynthia. Thank you so much. I did do a vlog on what happened to me in Manchester. Yeah. And that's really kind that you've sent me a card. It really means that. Oh, it's so lovely. It's oh, so nice. Cynthia. Thank you very, very, very Gorgeous. much. Gorgeous. What a lovely card. I'm going to read the poem that's inside. Okay. So inside it says, a really lovely poem that says, Wishing you peace, the calm that comes from trusting in something beyond yourself. Wishing you hope, the strength that comes from believing in the possibility that happiness lies ahead of you. Wishing you comfort, the feeling that comes from knowing how much others care for you. Oh, that's lovely. Cynthia. And a gorgeous, gorgeous what lovely correspondence Divine. this week. We will, of course, give out the P.O. box at the end. Um, but you can get us anytime. I'm at this Sarah Powell. I'm at Jules Von Hepp. And the Instagram, of course, Jules and Sarah podcast. And you can go onto my tanning brand's Instagram. Don't forget to give that a follow. It is the at the Isle of Paradise. And of course, as we talked about on the Nibble on Tuesday, there is the brand new mini series podcast, which we have launched into the world this week and um, it came out on wednesday the first one it's going to run there's going to be a new thing every wednesday and it is called wobble wobble wednesdays and it is all about happiness and it's about body confidence and we're going to have some amazing guests so you can't get it on this if you subscribe to jules and sarah it won't pop up here you need to go and search for wobble okay wobble just search it and it should pop up subscribe five star reviews yes, that kind of absolutely. thing share and share and share we would love to have you over on wobble um how is sheila and ken oh my gosh so today i mean i'm so busy with work at the moment i've barely had time to catch up with them and boy did i get a catch up <laughs> So, Ken and Sheila are on vacay. They are currently in Ambleside in the Lake District. Lovely! Um, Ken went in, they found a shop today that was selling um, discounted winter wear <laughs> because apparently in Ambleside, according to the shop assistant, it's summer. Ken was like, I think you'll find it's spring. It's a cold snap, <laughs> love, is what it is. <laughs> We're all going to Ambleside. Ken walked she in... She should have doubled the prices. It's freezing. Ken walked into the store and he said, I recognise this store. And she was like, what? We're new. And he was like, no, no, no. I've been in this store before. <laughs> he was like, these floors are similar. The banister's similar. The lights are similar. <laughs> she was like, well, it's not Cavell's, is it? And he was like... It is Cavell's. I shop there. A shop that's in their hometown. They've opened another chain four hours away. How weird. What? And they've just done it the same. Done it the same, but it's a walking store. So it's the same kind of shop fit, but different stores. Well, that's very unusual. Sheila, God, I bet he thought he was in the Twilight Zone. <laughs> Sheila grabbed the phone. She was like, well, we found the discounted winter wear. She said, we've both got puffer jackets, walking socks, walking boots. Dad said, Dad said, as they were leaving, because they bought puffer jackets, the bags slowly started to expand. And he was walking, he was like, oh. <laughs> so I was dying laughing at that. But no, 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 that's not the end. So the retail journey continues. Ken and Sheila had discovered Lakeland Limited's oh. head office store. Oh my god. So Lakeland Limited if <laughs> trying you, to hide. If you yeah, if you've listened if you're listening overseas, uh, Lakeland Limited, which used to be Lakeland Plastics, if you remember from back in the day. I just thought it was Lakeland. No, I think it's Lakeland Limited. Oh, is it? Or maybe I only know it from a business point yes, of view. Yes, right. Um, <laughs> from the, from, you only know what it's tax registered as. Shares. Yeah, com company's <laughs> house. So um, they had found the head office and they said they hadn't been to Lakeland for years. 
<laughs> Sheila said it is possibly one of the best stores she's yeah. ever been to. She said from the outside she thought it was the Guggenheim in New York. And I was like, it's not an art gallery, Sheila. God, Lakeland. this is VCR. <laughs> so, yeah. So then they went in, found the cafe immediately as Ken needed feeding. Ken said he had a 10 out of 10 egg mayo sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> they, then, <laughs> they then said they walked around the shop and marveled at the things on offer and I said well what did you get oh, she gosh. said well firstly I've got to highlight the fact that I saw this object that you can put onto a tap now if you have hard water it will descale the oh, water clever. I said did you buy it she said oh, not for my kitchen she said it was revolting to look at <laughs> oh, but no. it did the job then she said, um, she said what she enjoyed the most was the labels within the store that give customer reviews. So she said, I knew what Marjorie and Windermere thought. I knew what Debbie and Bogner thought. It was all there across the shelves. It was giving me recommendations. And then she said, she said um, it was very clean, not too tacky. She gives it a five-star review and she bought mothballs. What? You know those lavender scented oh, yeah. mothballs that yeah. you can put in? She bought my brother a potato masher for his birthday. And I was like, Mum, this is like the time you bought me a wok for my birthday. I was like, kitchen implements. I saw you use that wok this very evening. Fair. She bought a little tray that looks like marble that isn't. Ken bought some lemon <laughs> chopping knives. <laughs> a lemon. So lemon chopping knives, yes. plural. Um, okay, great, in case one's dirty. And Sheena said she bought... She bought <laughs> <laughs> she brought a tiny, teeny, tiny scrubbing brush because she thought it was so sweet. <laughs> a miniature scrubbing brush for things. Oh, that's so lovely. I'll have that. <laughs> I think the size of something a borrower would use. Size of a thumbnail. Oh, good. She'll find some use for it. She'll find a nook and cranny good oh, enough to clean absolutely. in there. absolutely. And get right in there and it'll be so satisfying. I wonder if she'll bring it to the live. Well, she could do. Yes, if she could. I think that'd be very... I think people would like to see that, actually. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> if she could bring it along. brought the scrubber. Yeah. <laughs> no, not you, Ken. <laughs> They're very excited. Oh, gosh, they should be. Yes, tickets are on sale Jules and Sarah live with a disco. It's happening in April. With June, with Ken, with Sheila, Absolutely. with disco, with merch. It's all going yeah, on. Yeah, I'm going to get John to come as well. I haven't told him about it yet, but he'll be there <laughs> working the door as always. <laughs> now, how is June as MOTB? So, wedding planning, it's going very well. We've set a date. We're getting Ooh. married. Yes, we are getting married on the 10th of November. On the 10th of November, Portslough oh. crew, I'm going to get married. Um, we found a venue, lovely. Put a deposit down on the registrar. It's going well. Thing, things are really moving around it. Um, June, it's really interesting to see what June will get caught on next. For a while, it was uh, wedding presents, a gifts the, the system, that sort of thing. She got quite fixated on that. The other night, I was on the phone to her and she went, I'm just very worried about where people are going to put their hats. Right. And I was like, okay, okay, right. She's like, people come, they wear a hat, they don't want to eat in the hat, but they don't want to put the hat on the floor. They can't put it on the table, it's too big. Where do you put the hats? And I was like, well, I'm sure there'll be, you know, an, an area that, that, that will present. No, 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 no. What I think we need to do is get a length of ribbon. We need to tie it up with pegs and people can peg their hats up. So I was like, yeah, okay. She kept talking about it. 
she was going on and on about the ribbon and about the pegs. It must have to be quite a deep set of ribbon, really. Well, people's hat, I mean, my hat is certainly <laughs> not delicate. <laughs> Would you be happy to peg it? Mine's got fruit on it. <laughs> I oh do. my god, imagine if I wear a fruit hat. Oh I couldn't my. upstage you. Maybe for the disco I'll bring yes, a fruit hat. Pop it on. I want it, it, it motorised. I want it to sing and dance. And spray water. Yes, that's it for fun. Sorry, June, I'm on sprinkler setting. <laughs> it's the water feature. They're just around the back of the rockery. As the, as the pineapples completely soaks your wedding party. Yeah. Oh God, it's an overdrive. There's been a malfunction. The ribbon, the ribbon. I'm caught in the ribbon. Oh God. So um, after 25 minutes of mum going on about the ribbon and the pegs and the hats, I said, mum, I can't talk about hats anymore. I can't do it. I cannot talk about hats. Did you say there's no hats on the invite? Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I'm just going to ban hats. I think that's what's going to have to happen. No hats. <laughs> it's a good idea, though. She it's must not have a bad seen idea. it somewhere. No kids, no hats, <laughs> no pets. <laughs> oh. Well. It's planning on bringing the tortoise. Oh, that'd be lovely. Yes, bring the tortoise. Tortoise, fine. I'll make an exception. Oh, God. <laughs> I've made him a hat. Oh, dear me. Look, shall we... <laughs> Oh God! The other thing that she's talking about. <laughs> now, how do you? I don't know how you pronounce this because I'm sure Mum's saying it's wrong. Mum's calling them chi chia seeds. Chia. Chia seeds. That's what she means. She chia seeds. <laughs> chia. <laughs> she's putting the eye in. She's given up on them. She's fed up of them. She says no, they're awful. I can't get into them. She says they're too fattening. They're too absorbent. You have to drink too much water. She's giving them all to the pigeons. The pigeons. Chia seeds. Yes. They swell in your gut and then they clean your gut. Oh, no, she's not. Well, she'll regret that with she's her blue car with the <laughs> yeah. pigeons. Oh, God. <laughs> Flushing through the pigeons. The pigeons have never looked more svelte. <laughs> All of a sudden, there's, there's pigeons doing June's chia seed detox. Yeah. They're like the Gwyneth Paltrow of pigeons. <laughs> June Powell's throwing them all out. There's if we get there early. There's a detox farm happening at the Powell residence. Pigeons <laughs> flying in, walking around in robes with turbans on. <laughs> little, little slippers on, eating chia seeds. <laughs> with very tiny bits of cucumber on their eyes. June's car, covered. Just awful. Yeah, watch out for that, June. Don't park under that tree. <laughs> <laughs> She's scattering chia seeds. Little does she know what's coming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Shall we do news from the north? Gosh, let's, 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 let's. Now, you've been a very kind friend and helped find mine this week. I have to thank you Well, you're you for really that. up against it, darling. I understand. Oh, gosh, business, business, business. So this comes from, apparently, the Westmoreland Gazette. Lovely. I don't know why I'm surprised. <laughs> Look at me going along with it. <laughs> CCTV stops loo vandals in Lakes Parish. I'm impressed. <laughs> Costly vandalism to Lake District toilets has been reduced to zero after a parish council installed a high definition, or HD as we call it in the beauty industry, <laughs> CCTV in all, in all its charging conveniences. <laughs> charging conveniences. Oh, what God. What do you mean? 
mean? Lose that you have to pay for. Oh, it's is it calling, with the little roll it's around? It's calling the bathroom a charging convenience. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Lakes Parish Council was forced to take action after a number of incidents caused temporary closure to some loos, the damn pigeons, which ate, <laughs> which ate into the income received from the facilities. A meeting of the council heard that its seven public toilets located in Ambleside, Grasmere, and that's where Sheila is, and Chapel <laughs> style, um, raised income of approximately £46,000, but cost in the region of £69,000 to run last year. Good God, it's not it's worth not, it! Not so convenient no, after all. No, terrible! The service is subs- um, subsidised using income from the council-run White Platts uh, Recreational Ground. The cost of vandalism is, in the first half of the year was described as being substantial, with a bill of £500 just for repair of one entry gate paddle after it was kicked off. Oh, gosh. There was also other incidents which caused temporary closure of some toilets and a loss of income while they were out of action. A loss of income? Who's earning money in there? Well, no, because they're not earning money because they've got to close them. Oh, you mean the toilets? Yeah, the I toilets. thought there was someone in there no. being like, I'm not earning a cent. <laughs> I thought, hang on, what have you up? No, it's your twenty p's. The council also operates two free seasonal toilets at Chapel Style and Rothery Park, Ambleside. <laughs> the queue is outrageous. <laughs> Parish councillors learned the demand for the toilet facilities had shot up in the park since the popular new playground area nearby opened last summer. Writing in Lakes PC newsletter, clerk Michael Johnson said, although these loos are checked three times a day, the sheer numbers of visitors using them left them looking trashed because cleaning staff could not keep pace with the usage. Mr Johnson said the toilets were never meant to be more than a simple facility for passers-by and not for constant use. <laughs> we're on off our feet! However, Go the... home and do it there! <laughs> However... <laughs> However, the reputation of the new state-of-the-art play area was, was, was spreading and visitors expected the adjacent loos to be the pristine and continually cleaned. Councillors are considering how to meet the huge increase in demand for the public toilets, where the facilities are very basic. They have no electricity supply and the paper hand towels provided instead of hand dryers soon resulted in major litter problems and blocked toilets, mm. so it had to be removed. Ugh. The cost of installing electricity would be around £15,000 and discussions about Rothery Park toilets are to be held at, with Safe South Lakeland District Council who leases them to Lakes Parish Council. Gosh! The toilets are closed during the winter months. Oof, it's painful at this time of year for some. Gosh! <laughs> um, but the play area is in continuous use all year round with no other public loose close by. Mr Johnson said he hoped the Parish Council could come to some decision about how to deal with these issues in the next few months. God, you'd hope so, wouldn't you? Hell on. Oh, God, that it's a nightmare. They I'm, never I'm anticipated te- it. I'm going to text Sheila now and just yes. say, Warner, You need a wee. <laughs> Ambleside is not your place. Yeah. <laughs> now, my news from the North has come from the Blackpool Gazette. Getting to the root of the green renaissance. Allotments are enjoying a boom time. Kate Finley reports on why there's now a trend to grow your own. It's not too long ago that the allotment holder was a figure of fun, usually male, invariably decked out in a flat cap and pictured in a shed puffing on a pipe. Not so now. Allotment holders are a very different bunch. Tolling alongside each other on neighbouring plots are likely to be a doctor, a teacher, a retired miner, a stay-at-home mum or Jeremy Corbyn if you're growing your own food in Islington. 
The interest in the prevalence of what we eat, food miles, healthy living, environmental concerns and latterly austerity has fueled a renewed interest in growing our own. Working an allotment is cool and the waiting list for plots across the UK stands at more than 90,000 names. The history of allotments from medieval times is linked to poverty and need. The boom started in the 19th century with rapid industrialisation and the lack of a welfare state. It was the dig for victory campaign of World War II that really popularised popularised, popularised allotments. Those of a certain age will remember the hugely popular BBC sitcom The Good Life, which featured a couple of innocents living an alternative lifestyle, which included growing their own food in snooty Surbiton. In 2018, if money is no object, the most exotic of produce is available year-round from the local supermarket. Yet there is an attraction of sowing, nurturing, harvesting and eating something that you can say, I grew that, even if it is the humble spud. My auntie Heather has an allotment. Does she? Yeah. God, she's done very well to keep that. You want to see her marrows? (laughs) They are massive. Three years ago, with an empty nest and more time on our hands, we decided to give the good life, sort of, a go. Our time on the waiting list was shorter than expected, months rather than years, and we had a choice of several plots on a site mile from home. The first season, it was rhubarb, rhubarb, rhubarb. (laughs) (laughs) With a few potatoes, onions and leeks thrown in. Gosh, what a dinner. Now now we also enjoy homegrown sprouts with parsnips with Christmas dinner, endless greens and salad crops and delicious raspberries. Feeling guilty that my breakfast blueberries travelled all the way from Peru or Chile, I duly planted some, but so far the biggest... The biggest beneficiaries have been the pesky pigeons. We're pretty much... (laughs) These damn detoxing pigeons. We're pretty much self-sufficient for basics, like onions and shallots, for most of the year in, and the freezer is heaving. I'm even making jam too. She's getting a bit... Smug. She's getting a little bit smug. There's also a community allotment where gardeners grow for their own use but also donate produce to be sold at the community shop, giving hard-pressed families the chance to buy healthy, fresh, seasonal, locally grown produce at a very reasonable price. And then she ends on a on a timeline. She, she ends on a timeline feed of allotment acts. There's only two. 1925, local authorities could not sell off or convert allotments without ministerial permission. And then in 1950, allotments, the Allotments Act was established with the right to keep hens and rabbits on allotments. And that's oh. really all that's changed since 1925, it turns out, with allotment law. I think I'd like my own allotment. Oh, I think it'd be lovely. Everyone I know, though, that's got one is a bit smug. They're all a bit too smug about it. You've got to have a lot of time. I I don't know. I think I'd like one. I'm very very funny about where my food comes from. I only buy food from Europe now. Yes. Like, I do not buy my blueberries from Argentina or Peru. No, I had to put some tomatoes back that were from um, Morocco the other day. Too far. It's just not good. They shouldn't be flown about. It's not right. It's It's not not right. right. Do you want to play Would You Rather? Yes, yes, yes. Jules... Would you rather be Batman or Sherlock Holmes when solving a case? Oh, difficult. There's a I crime. Do, so, hmm, Sherlock Holmes, I do look good in a trench. Yeah. Uh, what about the deerstalker hat? Yeah, and I reckon I'd get on pretty well with a pipe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, however, Sherlock Holmes is in 
dark, dirty London. Yeah. Whereas Batman、mm. comes with car, sidekick. Yes. And cape. Yeah. And although I would never want to mask over my face. No. I do think I'd suit it, especially the ears.、Yes. I've never dressed up as Batman, actually. Actually, I suit black and grey. It's a do- job done. Yeah, fine. He's also astonishingly wealthy. And he's got that butler. That butler doesn't seem to go to bed. He's also dashingly good looking. Yeah. Sherlock Holmes is a bit of rickets, isn't he? Yeah, yeah he looks damp. A bit scurvy. He? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It was like he's trying to shift a cold. Although I feel like with my, the woman with the veil in the room, I feel、oh, like I've、yeah. had like, a bit of a hound of the Baskervilles. Oh, you don't want all that, darling.、Oh. Stick with Batman. Yeah. My- swoop in, swoop out. <laughs> Job done. Yes. You could be Catwoman. That's happily. <laughs> More of a penguin, to be honest, darling. <laughs> you and me in cat suits with capes. No, 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 no. God, we absolutely adore you for this. Oh、listening. gosh, we please, adore you. Please, please、uh, listen to Wobble. We're really proud of it. We're so, so proud of it. And we're going to have some amazing guests coming up. So subscribe, like it, get stuck into Wobble. Also, Jules and Sarah live with the disco. We would love to have you. It's on a Saturday night. Come down. It is in that London, but you haven't got to get up in the morning unless I don't know. You're some sort of shift worker. So come, <laughs> come, come and have a lovely time. The tickets are on the Jules and Sarah podcast Instagram. Yes. God, I was just thinking about having a rave back in my kitchen afterwards. <laughs> that could happen as well. It, the, the, there's Inevitably, yeah, yeah, to be、oh、honest,、God. it probably will.、Um, the PO box, should you wish to write to us, is. The Portslou Crew HQ PO Box six six seven four seven London N W five nine G H. Lovely. Thanks.、Um, we do always, of course, finish on Jules's word or affirmation of the week. What have you gone for? It's an affirmation. Let's have it. <laughs> Sorry. Well, <laughs> once this damn iPhone six opens. Damn face recognition! It's so funny. The, the best thing was Jules plugged his phone in the other day, and the lead it wouldn't straight. You were trying to put your face in front of it, and you couldn't. <laughs> yeah, the iPhone six is amazing,、oh, apart、gosh. from when it's a bit dark and you can't. Anyway, yeah, live more, worry less. Oh, amen. amen, amen. We adore you for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, Hello Fresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi.、Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition, and it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J U V E D E R M dot com. 
not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.